Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday, of course, presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, bunch of media gigs, one of which is the reason why I am recording this much later than we normally do on a Monday morning. It's like 11.45 a.m. Eastern as opposed to 7 a.m. Eastern. More on that momentarily. We're still going to have a great week in terms of people spreading the word via social media. I've not picked out a specific thing yet for that, but I will. So in the meantime, go ahead with the Instagram, the Twitter, the TikTok, the Facebook, the likes, the retweets, the quote tweets. It's all good. In fact, I love when you guys quote tweet at Ross Tucker Pod. That's probably my favorite. Quote tweeting at Ross Tucker Pod account. Sponsor confirmation, email winner, a bunch of good sponsors. Labat, you guys are cracking me up with some of the pictures you send me. Simply Safe, Masterworks, Uncommon Goods, a bunch of good ones. And I love, 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 love every time we get a new subscriber on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Speaking of new subscribers, we got a new patron to shout out, Jacob Smith, patreon.com slash RT Media. Gets to see all those winning even money bets in black and white. And you can also go ahead and get the Friday picks, the press box food grades, the power rankings. It's all in black and white. And you become a member of our private Slack channel, which is pretty cool. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, before we get into each of these games, what are your overall themes from week 11 in the NFL? Wrong. Wrong, Jack. And just so everybody knows, I set Jack up for this. He didn't know. He didn't know I was going to do this, okay? Wrong. It's not what I'm going to talk about now. So here's what I would tell you. Most people, nobody cares about somebody else's travel issues, right? So I'm not telling you my travel issues so that you like feel bad for me at all. But I think it's kind of funny. I think it's sort of insightful into what my um, my life is like and you, that you guys might appreciate it. And I think it's interesting, right? Like you listen to me, a lot of you every day. So um, 
I did the Army Yukon game on Saturday, which was a good game. I was scheduled to fly out of Newark um, at seven Newark, New Jersey at seven fifty p.m. on Saturday. So I had a couple hours there. I was going to meet up with a couple of high school buddies and have a few beers. Well, of course, as I'm driving from Army down to North Jersey, from Westport, North Jersey, I get the alerts. Flight's delayed an hour. Flight's delayed two hours. And I'm not leaving until 9.50, which would put me in L.A. at like 1-something a.m. Meanwhile, I had to do Eagles pregame show from Los Angeles. So typically... You know, I do the Eagles pregame show from home, but because I was traveling, I had to do the Eagles pregame show from Los Angeles from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. So I thought, oh, heck no. I can't be getting there after one. So I move up my flight. I get on a 7:10 flight. So I'm only able to see my high school buddies for like an hour. I had like a quick like salmon salad, three beers, and was like, peace. Got to get to the airport. Flew in a middle seat. It's all they had. Six hours, middle seat, your boy, in between two people. Neither one of them was happy. Listen, I don't know what you want me to tell you. That's what I got to do. Um, the ironic thing about the whole thing, okay, I'll, I'll say that at the end. So I get to LA. I probably got to the hotel room at 11.30, went to bed, like six hours, got up, Eagles pregame for three hours, watching Red Zone. I go to the SoFi, awesome game, Chiefs Chargers. My flight, Jack, was 10-15 after Chiefs Chargers. Game was probably over 8.30 Pacific time. Done with the broadcast, 8.45 Pacific time. It's two and a half miles from SoFi Stadium to LAX. Got in the car. Jack, when I tell you we didn't really move for 30 minutes, we didn't move. For 30 minutes. I'm telling you all of this for two reasons. One is to try to make a long story short. I ended up having, I ended up missing my flight, which I think that might be the first time that's ever happened. And instead I got on a later flight an hour later, which was then delayed an hour. So I was going to be home and we were going to record Jack and I record this at like nine but then I missed that flight, got on one an hour later, that's 10, and then delayed an hour. So now you're talking 11-something. So that is why, because there really was no other time for me to get you guys this podcast earlier than this. There just wasn't. Um, so that's why it's a little bit later, and I'm telling you that. But because the car wouldn't move, Jack, your boy is not a passive person. I am not good at allowing other things to just dictate my life. Jack, I got out of the car and I had my roller board and I had my uh, computer bag and I tried to run the two and a half miles from SoFi Stadium to LAX. It was not in the best neighborhood. I attempted to hitchhike. No one would take me. No one would give me a ride even though I was hitchhiking. Um, I don't even know some of the neighborhoods I went through. I went under a couple of highway underpasses that were disgusting. And I mean, that was an experience. What happened to the car? What's that? The car. You just left there? What what happened to it? 
Well, I was in the car with Tom McCarthy, the voice uh, of the Phillies, and Howie Denneroff, my Westwood One producer. He's the executive producer. And I finally said, like, I can't take this anymore. So just for the record, the thought process, Jack, was if I can just get away from the stadium and get on, like, Century Boulevard, like, get away from the stadium, get on the main road, then I'll call for an Uber there and be able to get to the airport. Jack, it... I couldn't get an Uber. I kept walking. I kept running. I kept running for the most part. Could not get an Uber to connect. I thought once I got away from the stadium and all those people, there'd be an Uber out there. It's LA, right? It's a Sunday evening. Like I thought there'd be a million Ubers. Never got an Uber. So if any of you that are listeners saw somebody running on Century Boulevard last night in a button-down and slacks and rollerboarding his luggage two miles. That was me. I am so sore right now, Jack. Like my knees hurt, my my hips, my low back. I'm a moron. I should have just said it's not that big a deal and gotten on the later flight. But I hate missing flights. Um, and I wanted to get back as soon as possible because I have a lot of duties on Monday mornings. Thankfully, Athletic Greens will help me feel a little bit better. It will. They have 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. That'll help me start my day right. I consume it in the morning on an empty stomach. I usually don't eat till like 9 o'clock, but I have AG1 before that. It's less than 3 bucks a day. Pretty much everybody I know that's like a really successful, I feel like, takes it. So there must be something to that part of it. And to make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Ross. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Ross to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Tuck Stakes. All right, let's start with Justin Fields struggling late with the Bears losing to the Atlanta Falcons, 27-24. He was kind of up and down. Uh, some of the things that sat to me about this game, Cordero Patterson. You know, special teams were a major, major factor yesterday. I was going to do themes before I thought, you know what? I want I want the listeners to know why this show is being posted late, and I want the listeners to get the mental image of me running and putting my thumb out probably shouldn't have been trying to hitchhike, but I did to try to get to the airport in time. Um, and every once in a while, as like Tom McCarthy would call me and I would talk and people's heads would snap around because they recognized my voice. Maybe it was just funny, really. I mean, it was miserable at the time, but it's funny. So anyway, special teams, huge factor in all the games. Justin Fields was a mixed bag. I thought, He had some tremendous plays, you know, running around, making plays. But he also had some errant throws, including high to David Montgomery for that final interception. Plus, now he's all beat up with hamstring and shoulder injuries. Atlanta has their own injury issues with Kyle Pitts being hurt. But Cordero Patterson's kick return really was the difference in the game. The Ravens scored 10 points late in the fourth quarter to, score, to secure a 13-3 victory against the Panthers. 
that was a wild game in the sense that nobody could score. I mean, I give a lot of credit to the Panthers' defense. Brian Burns and those guys, they made it so that the Ravens were not able to move the ball. Ravens not able to score. Really, I mean, the thing that helped them the most was late in the game, Marcus Peters stripped Shy Smith. That was significant. And then uh, Marlon Humphrey gets the interception. Otherwise, it felt like a fairly even game, I guess. Demarcus Robinson did step up at receiver for the Ravens. It was a win for the Ravens, but definitely, as they would say, an ugly win. The Bills don't skip a beat in Detroit, defeating the Browns 31-23. Jack, I heard that. It's not Detroit. You know why you think that? Why is You're that? a big NBA guy, aren't you? Yes. They call it Detroit basketball like Detroit basketball, but I've talked with a lot of people about this. It's Detroit. I'll, I'll, I'll change it starting when we get to the Lions later today. All right, Detroit. You can say Detroit. I don't care. It makes it funny. But it, it is Detroit because I had several people reply. Um, plus, the, the most important thing to them is that the emphasis on the second syllable, like Detroit, not Detroit. You know what I mean? Detroit, whether you say whether you say Detroit or Detroit, it's Detroit that is where the emphasis should be placed. The Bills, by the way, didn't get out to a very good start. I mean, they let Amari Cooper score. Bills couldn't run the ball, couldn't move the ball early in the game. But then after that, they took over. Bills defense played much better the rest of the game after that. And how about the Bills running game? James Cook. Devin Singletary. I don't know how much of that is like, hey, terrific job by the Bills running the football or how much of it's like, you've got to be kidding me, Cleveland Browns. Like, you've got to be kidding me that you even let the Bills of all teams run all over you? Left hands up as the Commanders improved the 6-5 and with a 23-10 win over the Texans. The left hand up thing is so hilarious i just don't even get it left hand up. <laughs> it's so funny you know the commanders are in a good spot now jack where they're like you almost expect them to win they they come out it's not going to be flashy for the most part you know heineke's numbers weren't great they ran it pretty effectively with Gibson and Robinson, but it's still only like four yards a carry or whatever. But their defense, Payne, Allen, Sweat, they don't let people – I mean, the Texans couldn't run the ball at all. They were getting all kinds of pressure on Davis Mills who had a couple interceptions. All of a sudden, I feel like the commanders – Ron Rivera can flat out coach. There's no question. The Eagles struggle without Dallas Goddard but managed to beat the Colts 17-16. They certainly did. You know, the Colts marched right down the field on their first drive with Matt Ryan hitting Michael Pittman for a big game. The rest of it was just John and Taylor. And I remember watching and thinking, wow, the Eagles still haven't fixed their problem. The Eagles still haven't corrected the issue with the run defense. I would say, though, that after that, the new guys, Indomitian Sue, Linval Joseph played very well. The Eagles defense in general played really well after that. After the first drive, Jonathan Taylor hardly ran the ball at all. 
and the Eagles ended up holding the Colts to, to three field goals. But they were still down 10 in the fourth quarter. It was still 13-3. And you feel like this is a game that the Eagles can really build on because they marched for a touchdown. Um, they marched for a touchdown with Hertz's legs and then he hit Quez Watkins for a touchdown. But even after that, it's 13-10. Credit the Colts for moving the ball and at least getting a field goal so that the Eagles had to score a touchdown, but that they did. And it was mainly Jalen Hurts' legs, you know, on these third and fourth. It's just such an advantage. You watch like Matt Ryan in that game compared to Hurts. Being able to run the ball like Hurts did was gigantic. Brandon Graham got a late sack to help seal it for the Eagles, and it was not pretty. But, man, gutsy win for the Birds to come from behind in that game. I think the Colts have a pretty good formula. They stopped the run of the Eagles for the most part, other than Hurts, and they ran it pretty effectively initially. But they just, you know, Ryman at left tackle, Fries at right guard, those guys had some penalties. Not good. New England records the first punt return touchdown of the season in the closing seconds to miraculously beat the Jets 10-3. to Unbelievable. Well, first of all, big loss for New England. Number one, not having Christian Barmore, their young D tackle, who they put on IR with knee inflammation, but then also losing both David Andrews, and it sounds like he's got a bad quad injury, he's going to be out for a while, and Isaiah Wynn during the game. Both quarterbacks really struggled. Um, There was not a lot of offense in this game. Matthew Judon had a big day for the Patriots. I would say almost his counterpart, Quinn and Williams, had a big day for the Jets. Um, the, the two things that jump out, obviously the Marcus Jones punt return touchdown. And this is why one of the reasons why I do college games, because I did a Houston Cougar game last year at UConn. And Marcus Jones should have been up for the Heisman last year. He like led the country in interceptions and kickoff and punt return touchdowns, and was just a phenomenal player. He was the most outstanding player, you could argue, in college football last year. Terrific draft pick by the Patriots. I'm surprised he didn't go higher because he fills two really important needs, returner and nickelback. The only other thing I want to say about this game is, you know, the conversation around what Zach Wilson said after the game. I think he was asked if he felt like you know, the offense let down the defense. The answer, of course, is yes. Yes, we did. And I take full responsibility for that. But I think that Zach Wilson's already kind of so beat down and, like, insecure about his role and his status that it makes him, like, defensive, right? Like, he thinks if he admits weakness, you know, if you're really confident in life, You admit when you make mistakes. You admit when you don't know something. You admit when you're wrong. When you're not confident, you don't admit those things, which is why I think the concern is if you're a Jets fan or Jets management, Zach Wilson saying no, not at all, and whether or not they felt like they let down the defense shows me that he's probably not really that confident. 
I am confident that you guys will really enjoy Let's Go, a Sirius XM podcast with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Emmy Award-winning journalist Jim Gray, where you can hear championship perspective on the trending topics on and off the field. Get expert analysis on the latest NFL action from the five-time Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady, 11-time Pro Bowler Larry Fitzgerald. They're both at the mic. They're unfiltered. If it's on their mind, it's on Let's Go. Plus, they got awesome guests all season long. Snoop, Oprah. Listen to Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray every Monday night through the 2022-2023 football season on Citra, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Rams lose on the road to New Orleans, 27-20, falling to 3-7, and are now half a game away from the worst record in the NFC. <clears throat> kind of unbelievable, isn't it? Cam Jordan missed his first game with an injury. He's got like an orbital fracture, so he might miss several games. That's kind of scary. The Rams were hanging in there until Stafford got hurt. Stafford got hurt. That was kind of it. And what happened to the Rams' defense? I mean, they, they're not that banged up on defense. They still have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. But Andy Dalton and Taysom Hill and the Saints kind of torched them. I mean, lit them up in this game, which I thought was surprising and interesting that they were able to do that. I guess the decision to stick with Andy Dalton was good for at least one more week. Detroit rushes for four touchdowns in a 31-18 beatdown of the New York Giants. That was that was crazy. I mean, first of all, arguably the worst game of the year for Daniel Jones. I mean, he was not good, multiple interceptions, but they couldn't run the ball at all with Saquon. I mean, they're only like the only time they felt like they moved the ball was when Daniel Jones was moving the ball from what I saw as Saquon Barkley wasn't able to get anything done. Meanwhile, they got run over by the Lions. Jamal Williams and the Lions pounded them. Jamal Williams had three touchdowns. To make matters even worse, Wondell Robinson got hurt for the Giants, torn ACL, the rookie receiver, second-round pick. He's done for the year. You know, the Giants lost kind of at their own game. They like to be the more physical team, run the ball more, and Detroit was more physical both sides of the ball. Devontae Adams gets the walk-off touchdown for the Raiders in their 22-16 overtime victory against the Broncos. So, um, Clint Kubiak took over the play calling for the Broncos, which is good because it felt like Russell Wilson had a better game. I mean, it felt like... Russell Wilson was able to, you know, do a lot of really positive things. It, it, I mean, you look at completion percentage, whatever. But then late in the game, he throws that incompletion to stop the clock. Like, Russell, you cannot do that. Meanwhile, for the Raiders, they needed their stars to step up. That's exactly what happened. Devonta Adams, it, it's crazy how open he was. In overtime, but he stepped up time and again, as did Max Crosby. They needed those guys, and they got it done. The Cowboys pummel the Minnesota Vikings in a 40-3 to blowout. Boy, you can say that again. Holy cow. I mean, I think I tweeted in the third quarter 
that the Vikings needed to get Kirk Cousins out of the game. He was getting hit so hard and so often by all of the Cowboys. They were all taking turns. Fowler and Lawrence, of course, Micah Parsons was all over him. This was an epic beatdown. Both sides of the ball. The Cowboys have a star in Tony Pollard. And I think they're finally realizing he's like a star football player that they need to get the ball in his hands even more. He's a playmaker. They pound him with the run game. Dak played well. Zeke was good for short yardage goal line. Zeke is the highest paid short yardage goal line back in NFL history. Um, And other than that, I don't know what what else there is to say. Just a one-sided game. The Bengals with a 37-30 victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers in an AFC North battle. I guess I'm just surprised the Bengals scored that many points. That's a little bit stunning to me. I was not expecting that. Um, You know, Minka Fitzpatrick was back. T.J. Watt played. T.J. Watt actually had a really good interception. Incredibly athletic play. I I thought Pickett was up and down. You know, there's flashes of brilliance from Pickett. But then there's also some throws that are a little bit of a head scratcher when he misses throws. But that Pickett to Pickens connection is pretty darn impressive. I mean, George Pickens already is a really good player in this league, but not enough. Pickett, Pickens, doesn't matter. Pickett, Pickens, Pittsburgh, Samaje Pirine? Are you kidding me? Three receiving touchdowns for Samaje Pirine? Was not expecting that. But I was expecting that delicious flavor every time I have a Labatt Blue Light. I can't tell you. Hopefully you guys follow me on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I hope you guys follow me because we had Tuckheads, people that are patrons, Patreon.com slash RT Media, sending me pictures of measuring the snow in Buffalo in Labatt Blue Light cans. It was incredible. I loved it. You guys are awesome. Steven Soroka, my boy, that was amazing. Terrific idea. There is no better way to watch your team, whether it's the Bills or any team, on game day than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in your hand. Stock up. Be the MVP of your tailgate and share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. The Chargers give Patrick Mahomes too much time as he scores a 30-27 to win for the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, I like my job, Jack. I really do. That game was fun. The environment was fun. Felt like almost 50-50 Chiefs-Chargers fans. But it was an electric atmosphere. Both those quarterbacks are really good. But I think I tweeted this. It just feels like I've seen that movie so many times where the Chargers finally break through and make the critical play to get the lead. But they leave too much time. And then Mahomes does what Mahomes does. I thought it was unacceptable, unacceptable that Brandon Staley just thought Derwin James man-to-man coverage on Travis Kelsey as much as he did. You cannot let them beat you with their best player. And Brandon Staley did. I put that on him. I will say a couple of things. Travis Kelsey, three more touchdowns, 11 on the year. 
incredible. Mahomes is awesome. Herbert is amazing. Like, that is high-level quarterback play, watching those guys go. I thought Eckler and Pacheco were good. Not a lot of great defense being played in that one, if we're being honest. I mean, there were some good plays by, like, Bolton and Reeder and some of these guys on both sides. But for the most part, the offenses were able to move the ball pretty darn effectively. Speaking of effective, Jack, the food was amazing. Hawaiian pork ribs, huli huli chicken, fried rice. Then they had all of these, like, Skittles and Hershey bars and Twix and all of these side options. It was glorious. Even chicken Caesar wraps. It was very, very impressive. I give it an A for SoFi. My second trip to SoFi, they are two for two in terms of delicious food. We will have the Even Money podcast tomorrow. My power rankings tomorrow. You need to make sure you're ready to rock and roll with tomorrow's show. I need to go try to get a couple hours sleep. I need to first, though, give some shout-outs because that's part of what we do. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com, and, of course, MyFrontPageStory.com. Nap time. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.